This is the Santa Trackers podcast from SantaTrackers.net. Greetings once again and welcome to the Santa Trackers podcast. I'm Elf Frank Murr of North Pole Radio News. Last week, Elf Roger Starr announced a change to the Tracker Elf program that he said introduces a whole new era in tracking Santa for Santa. We detailed some of those changes in our last podcast episode, and we learned a little more as Elf Crash Murphy made an appearance on the Crusader Christmas podcast to talk about it some more. Crash is back with me in this episode to hopefully give us a little higher view of what is happening and what all this means for our trackers out there. Crash, it's been an interesting weekend on the website, hasn't it? Hi, Frank. Yeah, it was a pretty fun weekend, don't you think? I think Elf Max and team did a great job, and I didn't even hear a lot of questions about it. Everyone seems to be pretty enthusiastic with those significant changes. Well, now that the switch has been flipped, what happens, Crash? Well, we wait for Christmas, I guess. You guess? Is that it? Well, I just don't know what to tell you, Frank. Santa and Elf Roger have been driving this train, and other than giving marching orders to poor Max about the website, they haven't really been forthcoming with the rest of us. It's been a bit frustrating. Yeah, I even tried to get Elf Max to come on the podcast here to talk about it, and he just won't do it, Crash. Well, Max is a modest fellow, Frank. His... Story, though, is just getting better and better. Did you know Santa promoted him last week? Made him a director, which is quite an accomplishment for an elf who's not even at the North Pole. No, I didn't know that. That's fantastic. Yeah, it really is, but Max said he'd only take the job if there was no announcement. He absolutely does not like any attention on himself. Well, what exactly is his story, Crash? Well, he signed on as a tracker in year number one, Frank. At one point, I think it was even after that first Christmas was over and there was some sort of website issue. And the site was really different back in the beginning. Anyway, Roger said something about this site problem and Max said, well, I can fix that. So Roger let him fix it. It was a 10-second job for Max, but it had been a three-week problem for Roger. So Roger was like, who are you? And... Max explained that he was a gamer and something of an amateur web geek, so Roger hired him. And since that time, Max has almost single-handedly built SantaTrackers.net into what it is today. Well, the site has done nothing but get better and better over time, and I think it's all on the back of Elf Max. I just wish he wasn't so shy in front of a microphone or a webcam, because people really want to hear from him. And considering all that has transpired so far this year... I want to hear from him because he sounds ahead of things with all these changes. So he must know the stuff that is in Santa's head right now. I don't know, Frank. Towards the end of January, I actually visited with Elf Max, met him in person for the first time, and, well, we went to lunch and then tried to do a little ice fishing. Down in Vancouver? Yeah, thereabouts. He's not much of a fisherman, so it was all new to him, but I wasn't so much interested in the fish as I was about Max. He's kind of a reserved kind of guy, and I was just trying to break the ice with him. By taking him ice fishing? No, but telling him jokes. We're out there on this lake, and he asked me what was my favorite way to catch fish through the ice. Well, he set me up, Frank. 
I can't let an opportunity like that pass, you know, with, without telling him the greatest ice fishing joke known to man. Oh, boy. What's the joke? Well, I told him the secret was to always take a can of peas with you when you go ice fishing. Okay. Why, Crash? Well, you open the can of peas and put a little ring of them around the ice hole. How does that help you catch fish? Well, it's pretty simple, really. Every time a fish comes up to take a pee, you grab him. Okay, that's a great joke, Crash. Well, that's what I thought, but Max didn't even blink at that joke. Well, what did he say then? Well, he said he never knew that fish liked peas. Holy cow, that's even better. <laughs> yeah, Max, uh, he's a piece of work, Frank. You gotta love a guy who's been here as many years as he has, and he just works his heart out. Days, nights, weekends, holidays. He's always online making things better. He just gives and gives and gives and gives and gives. Now that's the classic definition of an elf crash. I love Max too, Crash, and I appreciate all he's doing, but do you really think he knows the mind of Santa right now? No, I don't think that, Frank, and that's not a knock on him. I think Santa's got more going on in his head right now than he wants us to know. I think he's holding back on us. What do you make of the statement of Elf Roger about this being a new era in tracking Santa for Santa? I haven't put my finger on it exactly, Frank, and honestly, it's making me a bit nervous. I've heard little things, rumors and stuff, but I'm going to the Elf Supervisor meeting in two weeks, and I have to do some training there, and I don't even know what I'm talking about yet. You're going to Costa Rica? Since when? Well, since this morning. I was at Flight Command... Digging a little bit before coming down to the studio here because I knew some chowderhead here in the news department was going to ask me a bunch of questions I couldn't answer. And while I was there, Roger stopped me in the hall and told me I was going to Costa Rica. That's it? He didn't tell you what your job is there or why there is even a meeting like this for elf supervisors all of a sudden? I, I heard this was a new thing. It is a new thing, Frank, and I think it's about time. Those elf supervisors have so much to do, and I have a feeling that their jobs just got a lot harder. Well, maybe we begin with that then, Crash. I've never really understood, I guess, just what it is that elf supervisors do. I mean, I know that they give direction to tracker elves before and during Santa's flight, but honestly, I haven't been all that impressed with how they've gone about that. I, I'm no expert, but it seems kind of a cushy job to me. Well, I guess we do need to talk about it then, Frank, because it's actually just the opposite. Those guys are actually busy year-round. Really? How busy? Well, busier than a one-legged man in a butt-kicking contest, Frank. They don't even get a break. What do you mean? Well, think about poor Elf Randy there in Sector 1. Her sector goes first, and her sector shuts down first. So once Santa's done there, you know what happens? Her whole team just bails. They catch the first sleighs back to the North Pole so they can celebrate Christmas, and Elf Randy's just left there holding the bag. Santa, of course, delivers to her, but she can't leave her station. She gets to shut that place down all by herself, arrange for all the equipment and stuff to be sent back, and then she can finally return and go through the whole debrief process with Elf Roger, and then she has to do it again with both Elf Roger and Santa together. And their reviews take a whole day for each supervisor because Santa has a million questions. Once that process is done and new goals are set for the new year, they have to face the location committee to work out possible locations for next Christmas. And this process can take months. They're researching and contacting people, making reports. The committee gets it down to 
10 possibilities, which is where we are right now in the process so far this year. And it's April, Frank. But it gets worse for these guys every single day. After that, they have to contact all 10 countries and get permission to talk to the cities. They have to get the North Pole State Department in contact with the government. Then Flight Command needs to talk with their air traffic controllers and with their military. Then they have to explore all the permits and the fees and the documentation and all that other bureaucratic stuff at governments. What kind of stuff are we talking about here, Crash? I'll give you one example. There's a tiny island nation which, for the purposes of this discussion, shall remain nameless. But it's down there by New Caledonia, not too far from the Marshall Islands. And it's a pretty little place, just about 10 miles wide, maybe 2 or 3 miles long. Just tiny little country, maybe 1,200 people live there. But in order for Santa to go there, he needs to get a permit for the reindeer from their agriculture department. Then there's a tax to be paid on their immigration administration, and the sleigh has to be licensed, and flight plans have to be filed at their airport. Santa has to go through a health screening and get certain shots just to go there. All the hoops have to be jumped through, and this is just one tiny country. Multiply that by all the countries in the sector, and it's a major headache all year long for the poor health supervisor. That sounds horrific, Crash. No wonder Santa wants to take them to Costa Rica. Well, I'm not sure it's much of a vacation coming up for those guys, Frank. They travel enough. In fact, they're sick of it. They have to scout these possible locations and meet with all these people. It's just exhausting. So, in a couple of weeks, just after Easter, Santa's meeting with them in Costa Rica for the whole week. What is he going to tell them? I have no idea, Frank. Well, what about Roger? What's he going to say to them? No clue, Frank. Well, what about Crash Murphy? What's that chowderhead going to say? As of right now, I'm going to say surf's up, and where's the taco stand? Tacos? You ever been to Costa Rica, Crash? Well, yeah, but only at night. Never during the daytime. I'm kind of looking forward to it. I was looking at pictures online this morning. It seems like a really cool place. Well, based on what you do know, if you were Santa... What would you tell these guys? Well, in my snooping around a flight command today, I learned there are scouts working on these location lists, and they're trying to see if any of these locations now have short-term rentals of much bigger buildings that can be used as a regional tracking center. How much bigger? I'm hearing about five times bigger, Frank. They want these centers to be as big as a Walmart or a Costco now. Whoa. It's going to be a lot harder to keep those locations under wraps during the season crash if they're that big. Yes, exactly, and I think it's true. I called North Pole Security this morning just to see if they were scouting as well because security has to clear any potential location, and all I got was voicemail. All those elves, well, I mean those agents over there, excuse me, they're all out of the office, Frank. Okay, that kind of confirms it, don't you think? Yeah, I do, and in my mind, the elf supervisors are going to have a lot more to do and a much bigger staff in each location to get busy with. Why do you suppose that might be true, Crash? Well, do you remember that server meltdown last Christmas Eve? Actually, I do, and it happened, I think, in Sector 1, did it not? The tracker reports were coming in so fast at one point we had some servers start to melt down. Yeah, that's right. Now, I'm hearing all kinds of things about tracker reports, Frank. This has been a couple of months of this now. I think we're going to have a number to hit of how many reports get sent in this year. I'm hearing Santa is hot to trot on this, Frank. You know, I'm hearing that too. I think it all averaged out to about 1.5 reports per tracker last year, and Santa wants a much higher average this year is what I hear. Bingo. So more reports means more staff to handle them, hence more elves and bigger tracking centers. That's my take on it too. 
Well, that's why Santa's dragging them all to Costa Rica then, right? I don't think so, Frank. You heard the rumors. I heard the rumors. I think the soups have all heard the rumors, too. I think Santa's going to shake up the direction those guys gave to trackers out there. How do you know that? Focus groups, Frank. Huh? Yeah, after Christmas, Santa had focus groups formed in each sector of trackers who were charged with talking about their experience of being an elf tracking Santa for Santa. He asked them questions, and based upon their answers and on Elf Rogers' famous report... Well, Santa's made all these changes. I think he's breaking the news to the elf supervisors at this Costa Rica thing about how their jobs are about to change. Focus groups, huh? Why did Santa not ask the trackers right here on santatrackers.net for answers? Well, let's be honest, Frank. Look at those elves we have online over the past couple of days and how they've responded to all the changes. These are the very best Santa trackers in the world, Frank. They'll do anything for Santa. Do you think if Santa had asked them how things could have been improved, those elves would have told to him straight? Um, yeah. Well, focus groups are blind, Frank. When someone holds a focus group, they want unbiased opinions on something. If Santa set up a group online, especially from a rabbit group like what we have on SantaTrackers.net, he was bound to get some skewed information. And in any event, he set these things up independent of the North Pole anyway. Not a single elf was involved in the surveys of these groups. What did they say? Well, they said they wanted to do more, Frank. They said their elf supervisors didn't communicate enough. They said they wanted to help more, but didn't know how to do that because they didn't get enough guidance. Whoa. I know, right? It kind of matches up with what was revealed in Roger's report. And it matches up what we've heard on SantaTrackers.net from time to time, too. There's been a lot of talk about that report and that we've maybe had a fraction of our total elves actually participating in the program. They're not logging into the website. They're not checking the news. Not engaged until the very last minute on December 23rd or 24th. And by that time, most had given up really helping Santa at all. So, Santa, if he wants a different outcome really needs to change how everything is done. Bingo again, Frank. It's becoming more clear to me, and honestly, that tracker press conference during Christmas in July just becomes more and more of a curiosity to me as we get closer to it. I tend to agree, Crash. I think we could get a real surprise from Santa with this year's announcement. Well, that brings up another rumor, Frank. Oh? Well, I just learned that Santa's not making the announcement this year. Roger's gonna do it. Wait, what? Yeah, I'm not even sure if I can call it a rumor. I think Elf Ernest is going to announce that this week. I was there when he got the news. And I hope I'm not talking out of turn here, but Ernest didn't seem to care. He said I could talk about it. Wow. I really don't understand this at all, Crash. Well, I don't either. Santa's dragging the soups to Costa Rica, and then he's bailing on the press conference. I have a feeling we'll be on the air a while after that thing is over, you and me and others, just talking about whatever this big announcement is that's not coming from Santa. Well, did Ernest tell you what this year's big press conference is about, then? He has no idea, Frank, and that's really weird. Elf Ernest usually knows everything, but Santa's already told him he's not going to know about this one. Wow. Yeah, I'm not missing that press conference, Frank, but I'm not going to speculate too much about it either. I've been so wrong about this event in the past, and whatever Santa has up his sleeve this year, I just have no clue about Is it too big a stretch to guess right now what Santa might tell the elf supervisors? Well, if trackers are saying they want to do more and Santa's reports are saying elves aren't doing enough, I'm guessing that in the weeks and the months before Santa launches, somehow the elf supervisors are going to have to give them more to do, Frank. Well, I think that's a very reasonable guess. 
Well, it's the best I can do right now. The whole world's been interesting so far. I mean, we're here in the fourth month, and somehow there's been breaking news of something nearly every two or three days on SantaTrackers.net. And this is normally a slow time of year. And I think we're going to have to be on our toes all year, ready for anything, Frank. You, me, the L supervisors, and every tracker out there. Santa's seeing things in a very fine, detailed course. He's got some specific outcome in mind. I haven't figured it out yet, but he's focusing us, Frank. Can you feel it? Yeah, I guess so. I suppose that's what's happening, right? I haven't figured it out at all. Yeah, me either, but look at how things have gone so far this year. Do you feel good about it? Actually, I do. I trust Santa. I love the fact that he himself is so much more engaged this year. I feel even as a casual tracker myself, much more connected thanks to everything that Santa's doing. Bingo again, Frank. Tighten your seatbelt. I think Santa's just getting started. Crash is always a great conversation. Thank you for sharing all this with us today. I don't know, folks, if we actually answered your questions today, but I'm certain, like me, you're thinking a lot more about how things are going, and like me, you're looking forward to what is to come. On behalf of Elf Crash Murphy, I thank you for listening to the Santa Tracker Podcast and remind you to keep yourself logged in, tuned in, and turned on to all the breaking developments of Tracking Santa this year. For the Santa Tracker Podcast and North Pole Radio News, I'm Elf Frank Murr reporting for SantaTrackers.net. <laughs>